0: You're listening to the weekly wrap up on Sprott Money News.
1: Uh, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, February the twenty first, twenty twenty, and it's time for your weekly wrap up. I'm your host Craig Hemke, and joining us this morning is a slightly under the weather Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning.
0: Hey Craig, good morning. Uh, what a hairy kind of week we've had here, both on the uh, the market front, the gold front. The medical front, uh,
1: there's a lot of chaos going on. A lot of chaos going on, reflected in the gold price, reflected in the bond market, uh, reflected in the mining shares finally as well. Hey, and before we get started, we mentioned this last week, I know a lot of folks are going to be headed to the PDAC conference in Toronto. That's coming up in only about seven or eight days. Sprott Money is going to be hosting a warm-up event. I like I like the way that's phrased a warm-up event on Saturday night the 29th from six to eight at a place called the Pravda vodka bar if that you know warm your cockles at least right You can add your name to the guest list and come to the Pravda vodka bar on us by emailing us at submissions at Obviously this event is filling up fast, so do not mess around Submissions at com if you want to join us six to eight. Saturday, February the 29th. All right, Eric, we are cooking. Uh, as we speak, gold is up $62 on the week, something like sixteen forty five, dollars uh, making new all-time highs in all these currencies, including the euro. Silver participating as well. Bond market soaring. A lot of this due to the economic slowdown and global impact of the coronavirus. You've been warning us about this now for about a month. What are your thoughts this week?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, it's it's all about the mathematics, right? And um, the the first problem we had with mathematics that showed the vulnerability of the world's economies was when the Chinese cases exploded and the deaths exploded and they exceeded SARS in like no time. And um, one of the things we don't know yet is, you know, is it really under control there? Are we just getting phony numbers? And of course... Sometimes they say it goes up by 14,000 a day, and then they say it doesn't go up at all, and we're kind of losing it. But we have uh, examples other than China. And the first one, of course, was the Diamond Princess cruise ship, where it just exploded. And you think, how could it explode that fast? That's crazy. Then, middle of this week, we got South Korea, where all of a sudden you know, we're reporting 50 extra cases a day. And it was obvious that in a tight environment, somebody has it it just blows out we also have seen that today in new information on chinese prisons i mean i just uh, the thought of what could happen in a prison when everyone's eating in the same room i mean it just boggles my mind how bad is this confined spaces when someone has has the uh, disease and of course do you dare go back to work if you're in china would you want all these people come in the same room and all work together? I mean, it just, there's there's a lot we don't know about this, but there's also a lot to worry about. We have too many examples of rampant uh, exponential increases in cases, so it's very, very worrying.
1: It certainly is, and that's being reflected, like I said, around the world. I mean, you see gold going up, but gold's going up for a reason. Obviously, there's, there's concerns, safe haven trade, all that stuff, but also this big move... Uh, in interest rates downward, going to put a lot of pressure on the Fed as well. <laughs> you can kind of see where this is headed at this point.
0: Well, of course, the big concern, if you're an investor, you know you own bonds and you own stocks and you don't own gold for the most part, okay? So you you got to ask yourself, well, what could possibly hold hold its value? And I think one of the obvious ones is gold and, and silver, for that matter. So it takes us little minute change in the number of people wanting to invest in gold very 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 minute where all of a sudden things go crazy and you and i of course we both look at the commitment of traders reports we had some incredible increases in the commercial short position in the last week they lost they're losing a billion dollars today yeah they're probably down 10 billion dollars And it just gets worse. And and of course, because they've always had to be the sellers, they continue to sell Mm -hmm. and their short positions continue to get bigger. And yet they probably should be buying, but they're locked. They can't buy. Imagine if the, the big seller has to become the buyer. What happens? Do we get a palladium here? Right. You know, where all of a sudden everyone has to go the opposite way. And I wouldn't be at all surprised to see that happen here exploding i mean you sit and watch the uh, television networks and you know you got some guy from houston say i like the gold stocks here and some other guy what the hell all these people now focusing on these things and of course you see the technical rampage that gold and silver are on and the stocks are on and you can't help but you know get forced into the into the tsunami of interest and it doesn't take much increase in interest the prices to go
1: crazy. Yeah. We're seeing a lot, the shares move up smartly this week across the board. And obviously, with our primary products going up in price, earnings are expanding. Uh, everything looks pretty good. We did have a, I guess, call it a frustrating reaction to the earnings report of Kirkland Lake yesterday. And I know a lot of folks want to hear from you on that. Uh, sure. There was a lot of good news. They increased the dividend by 50%. The earnings are, are record highs. They announced a massive uh, buyback of, of their common stock. But there was, uh, I guess, some worry about uh, reserves and grades going down. I don't know, Eric. I look at that, too, and I, but I see you know, this, the company might make $5 a share this year, so it's trading at, a, what, a P.E. of 7? Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know Here's people are dying to say. hear from you.
0: Here's what I'd say about that. Well, first of all, we have known, when I was the chairman of uh, Kirkland Lake Gold, we have to find another swan zone in in Fosterville, and based on what we saw in the uh, revised uh, reserve estimates, there was not only did we not find any, but the grade went down of what we had. Why? I have no idea. Okay, it's a very complicated subject. I don't know why the grade was a little lower in the swan zone, but it was lower, and pr- pretty well every ounce that we produced this year. At, in Fosterville was an ounce that came out of reserves, so we, we we almost had no positive impact. I think they actually picked up two hundred thousand ounces of kind of mid grade reserves. But when you're uh, you know producing reserves that have forty grams and you're finding reserves with five grams, the profitability of those things would be vastly different. Now I have not heard the transcript of the conference call. I don't know what they've said about you know, future Fosterville opportunities. I know they're spending a lot of money, uh, but I haven't had a chance to, uh, to get into the conference call and find out all the details. Uh, So that was, to me, that's the biggest problem, the the Swan zone that maybe only got uh, two and a half more years of of certainty there. And then you got to go find something. So uh, that's of concern. The positives are, Hey, we ended up buying detour and the price of gold is up 200 bucks an ounce well, that can't hurt when you're producing uh, 600,000 ounces, that you are making an extra 120 million bucks you weren't expecting to make. Um, And plus, I think there's lots of opportunity at detour in terms of getting the cost down, getting the production up. But we got to, you know, you got to start working. We only owned it for less than a month here. So, Um, but that's positive. The earnings were okay. The dividend was great. The buyback's fine. But, you know, we need need to, to find something to uh, to stem the uh, decline in production from foster two and a half years from now. So we'll have to stand by on that.
1: But could you su- summarize it? I've seen this on Twitter and, and places like that, Eric. Could you summarize it as this is Kirkland Lake going from a transition from a low-cost producer that's really on the rise to now? I mean, it kind of sounds a lot like a Newmont or or a gold corp or any of the other big ones.
0: Well, when you have a swan zone, I mean, your costs are almost nothing. I think their costs got as low as like 120 bucks an ounce or something. Most everybody's cost, uh, cash costs are like 600. And, um, I, if there was no swan zone, I'm sure the cash costs at Kirkland would be in those ranges as well. Um, uh, swan slash foster was very unusual. Uh, I, I, I do believe there's lots of hope there. I mean, the companies all around the Fosterville area are kind of exploring down there and finding interesting things. And I think Kirkland has to find a way. They, they've had a real shamazo getting a ramp in the right place to drill the swan zone. And, and the Harrier, the delay is hurting them, and they've got to do something about it in terms of getting access to the proper drilling stations. And uh, let's prove up that there's likely to be another swan there.
1: Yeah. And and this buyback program, um, is that, I, I don't know, in your experience, is yeah. that helpful? I mean, they, they issued a lot of stock to buy detour, and now they're buying some back.
0: Yeah. And it's a big program. I think it's like 20 million ounces, so you're talking about... Shares. Sheesh, almost a bit. Sorry, 20 million shares, yeah. So, uh, you're talking about $900 million that would be spent over the next two years. I mean, that's, a, that's certainly all of their cash resources. Now, mind you, this company is going to be rolling in cash here with detour in there and uh, the price where it is uh you know they're going to be rolling in cash flow here it's just that the market always wants to know that it's going to continue in the future yeah and yes we have theassa' doing better uh we have probably detour will do better but the juries have it on profitable now two and a half years hence and and I can't tell you the answer but they better start finding something.
1: All right. So that's the big question mark. All right. Yeah. Thank you for that. That that helps provide some clarity. Um, we want to get into some of the names that have been said to us. We get names every week. You can always send them to us yeah. at, at uh, submissions at sprotmoney.com. And we have uh, four or five this week. I I, I, do, I think I'll mention one of the things that one of the companies we get asked about often, Eric, is First Mining Gold Corp. It's one that people have held for several years now. And I know that's not one you know much about, and so we never talk about it. But I will kind of as a public service announcement. I spoke yesterday to a guy by the name of Dan Wilton, who's the CEO of First Mining Gold. Uh, mm-hmm. So if if anyone wants to know more about that company, because it was a rather insightful interview, I'll, I'm actually going to post that at my TF Metals Report site this afternoon. Free audio. Good. Anybody can show up and listen. Uh, so if you want to know more about First Mining Gold Corp. Uh, stop by tfmetalsreport.com uh, Friday or over the weekend and uh, give it a listen. So, just for everyone that keeps asking about that each week, I thought I'd put that in there. Uh, one of the names that came up this week was Exelon. Yeah. Would uh, you have anything to say yep. there? They've got some good drill results. Sure.
0: Yeah. Well, Craig, uh, first of all, on First Mining, I'm a shareholder. Uh, and I bought it based on, okay, I've seen uh, Keith Neumeyer do this before where. He's buying when everyone's selling, okay? And this company came along first mining and bought all sorts of ore bodies uh, when no one was buying them. And of course, with the price of gold having gone from $1,300 uh, 10 months ago to 1640 today, those ore bodies are all undoubtedly very economic. So yeah. uh, the opportunity there changes dramatically by the day. Uh, now, but I'm not intimate with each of the properties. Therefore I don't really want to comment on it, but there's gotta be, I've always said, you you go and buy these exploration companies where nobody gives a darn because the price of gold is or 1300. Next thing you know, it's 1600 and the guy's net asset value uh, triples. So that's what you gotta be looking for.
1: Yep. Uh, Exelon had great drill results, but the stock went down. Hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, they had good drill results. Uh, one of the things about Exxon, they also produce lead and zinc and, you know, lead and zinc in this environment that we're looking at, the potential environment, the economic environment, uh, it's hard to imagine those things holding together here. And in fact, as you can imagine, it's hard to imagine anything holding together here.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, if it just gets the coronavirus gets out of control, man, it's going to be it's going be really tough on everybody. These supply lines are not working and, all kinds of logistical issues that the world might face here. Um, So, uh, and I know Exelon has a very interesting property in uh, Germany that they're doing a lot of work on. I'm a big shareholder. I like the guys running it, but you you know, one or two drill holes doesn't always uh, do things for you. You gotta be able to connect them together. And they're, 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 I would say they're struggling along, you know, we don't make any money yet, although I guess Maybe with prices starting with silver, has been mm-hmm. such a laggard here. I mean, yeah. silver could be so much higher, and it, w- it would be great for Exxon. and I, I do hope and expect that that should happen here as, as the year progresses.
1: How about something called Newfound Gold Corp? Well, you know, that's funny
0: you would ask about that, or somebody would ask about that this week, because they announced that uh, they weren't going ahead with the merger with a company called Max Gold. I'm a big shareholder of Newfound Gold. It's a private company in a big drill hole, I think it was 90, was it 90 grams or 19 meters, something like that, G- a gigantic hole. Um, and uh, there was some disputes, including me, with the management uh, thinking of buying, merging with Mex gold. Uh Thankfully, that was uh, pulled away. Um, I'm a very big shareholder. Rob was a big shareholder. Um, and the existing management are big shareholders. And I, I think there's it's an opportunity here, but it's not in the public domain yet, so there's no way for anyone to participate. But it, it's well worth watching because it could be that uh, th- this uh, discovery uh, could be very significant, and it's in uh, Newfoundland.
1: So somebody else might go after them if this other merger didn't go through. It'd be worth watching, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, and, and just to follow up, someone was asking about DeGray, which is a, a company down in the Pilbara region, if I remember <laughs> right. We talked about it last year, and we discussed it on the 7th, said we'd revisit on the 14th. I asked you, though, said you haven't, still haven't had a chance to look at it, so maybe next week.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Well, there's so many things going on, okay? Yeah. I mean, between the coronavirus, I think I said last week, like you spend two or three hours a day just studying the coronavirus, and then you know, Kirkland's earnings come out, and you got, the, you know 150 pages of stuff to read. There's <laughs> only, so, only so much time in a day, and all these other companies are reporting at the That's same time, right. and the drill is right. open. So um, anyway, I apologize to the questioner about the gray, and Craig will remind me to review it before the call next week. I
1: will. I will. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Two more. Oh, Cisco Royalties. You've had some luck with some royalty companies lately. Okay. Yeah, Cisco Royalties. Okay. Well, I'm,
0: I mean, I, I'm sort of familiar with the Cisco Royalties, but I thought you were going to ask about the Cisco mining. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the royalties uh, business is a great business. Of course, the price of gold's going up here. Every royalty is going up exponentially as the price of gold goes up here. Uh, it, it makes the odds of finding more precious metals in wherever you are go up because you can afford to process lower grade ore when the price is sixteen hundred and forty than you can when the price is thirteen hundred and forty so that 's a great thing for a royalty company because you 're getting um, higher compensation on on, uh, on more ounces of gold uh, i 'm not really a student of the Cisco royalties per se. Uh, but I know that they've done some great deals and then all these companies get great value, but I, I can't tell you whether I think it's under or versus something else. Cause I'm not a student of it.
1: All right. And then finally uh, a company that we've discussed before called Jaguar. And I'd say yeah. that's kind of emblematic of a lot of opportunities that are out there these days.
0: It is. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some of these producers that I get involved with, including Jaguar and, uh, my God, the price of gold in Brazilian, I think it's Crozeros, is probably up 45% in the last 12 months. And what, what a wonderful thing to have happen to you the year. You, you produce 80,000 ounces of gold, which would give you $120 million of, uh of uh, U.S. revenue. Uh, but because we're in Brazil, uh, their margins would have gone up massively because their costs are in Brazilian currency and and the sales are in U.S. currency, so I'm sure it's doing very well. Uh, we had an update on some of the uh, drilling and exploration recently. Looks good. Uh, we're still hoping that you know they'll do well north of 80,000 ounces this year. And anybody can do the math here. You know, you add $300 to a guy doing 80,000 ounces. You got 24 million more U.S. That's 30 million more Canadian. And maybe the market cap's 150 million, but you got yeah. 30 million more pre-tax earnings. I see it in, the, for example, Grand Columbia. They had 240,000 ounces of production. All of a sudden, in the last you know month, the price of gold is up 150 bucks. Wow! Yeah, and okay. they they end up being cheap. I think, for example, Grand Columbia might be trading at two times cash flow. So that's what the opportunity is.
1: Yeah, and it, those opportunities are abounding. You know, we've seen all these great earnings reports uh, for the producers over the last couple of weeks. And it's, those fourth quarter uh, numbers are all based off of a gold price that's, what, $150 less than what it is now? Yeah,
0: but $160. Most of them came in at 1480 and that's oh, currently, what, 1640 <clears> It's almost $160. It's all profit. That's the important thing about that, yeah. change in price. It's all profit.
1: Yeah. Before we go, Eric, yeah, anything anything else? Profits. Anything else on your mind this week that you want to cover before we wrap up? I don't
0: think so. Uh, I'll continue to
1: most most of the earnings most earnings
0: are out now, the big company. And and quite frankly, Craig, some of the big companies have not done well, okay? Including now Kirkland, not so much on earnings but the uh, reserves. Um Agnico Eagle didn't do particularly well. Um so I, I think the opportunities in the little guys, the opportunities mm-hmm. in some guy who's already gotten, let's say, a million ounces of something at five or six grams, and he can't scratch together $10 million to drill a little further, well, I think they'll start getting the money now, and, and there could be some big opportunities there.
1: Yeah, no, that's right, and that's a good reason to listen every week. It's also a good reason to go to com. And add some physical metal to your stack the way things are moving. we like I said have got all-time highs in all these currencies, including the euro. Looks like it will be all-time highs in dollar terms before too long as well. So please stop by sproutmoney.com. You'll notice we are in the final week of our sprout signature sale, something we do once a year. More than twenty-five different bullion products on sale. Take advantage of these great prices. Go to the deals page at sprotmoney.com, or, again, just pick up the phone and give us a call, 888 861 to get more info and to make your purchase. Eric, go get yourself some tea, some zinc, yeah. some vitamin C, all that kind of stuff. We need you in this fight. We've got to have you feeling better next week.
0: <laughs> you think I know how to deal with this, right? I talk about it every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you go take care of yourself. We'll talk to you next Friday.
0: All the best, Craig. Thanks.
1: And from all of us at Sprott Money News, SproutMoney.com. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.